soldiers. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You want to fight? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome to the Sucker Punch Podcast with Sam and Nate. I am Sam and this is Nate. I am Nate. That's Nate. All right, we're going to break down some of uh, recent events. We kind of missed out a little bit on last week. A lot of, I think there was a lot of kind of news. We had um, Bellator's uh, fight. It was uh, Fedor versus Chael Sonnen. Um, there was also the Matt Mitrione versus Brian, Ryan Bader. Um, but other than that, there was also the announcement of John Jones versus Gustafson that we didn't break down. DC versus uh, Derek Lewis. Um that we haven't gotten into we uh the dropout of Dustin Poirier at UFC 230 and Eddie Alvarez moving so uh, is it one FC or one championship yeah yeah so oh my god and now I'm reading the headline morning report so this headline is from uh we don't have to talk about this at all mmafighting.com <clears throat> and uh, what's the headline? It's the morning report. And it says, Chris Cyborg wants to train Catch Me Outside teen Danielle Brigoli or whatever her name is. Why? Maybe she secretly just wants to punch her in the face and is like, yeah, I'll train you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's probably something like that. Uh, that's what I would do. I'd be like, oh, I can't wait <clears throat> for someone to catch Eddie, you inside. Eddie is moving to... He's moving to one championship. Yeah, one championship. So did you hear, have you heard about this or anything? About the one championship? No, about him leaving UFC and now going to one championship and some of his reasoning behind it. No, I haven't. I just figured he was, he knew that he couldn't beat, he couldn't beat Khabib. So he's like, screw it, I'm out. I don't know. I would like to see that fight. I think that would be a good I'd fight. I'd love to see it. I think that I don't uh, maybe maybe that's what he thought. I don't know. That would I just I Eddie Alvarez doesn't strike me as the kind of person who is like, "Nah, I'm not going to be able to deal with that." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like honestly, <laughs> I think that's a better matchup. I think of all the people Khabib has fought. Right? Yeah. Like I'm, you know, let, let's if we if we go back and we look at it, let's see if we can find him real quick. Connor. Connor. Anyway, all the people he Connor fought, right? McGregor. So most recently was Connor McGregor. 
Ally and Keita, which was like that day's notice. Conor McGregor's a striker. Ally and Keita, you know, for that day's notice, did great. Went to a decision. I mean, Conor didn't even go to decision. Think about that shit. Raging Al went to decision on that day's notice. Yeah. That day, right? Wasn't it like that day? Oh no! I, I think it was like no, it was like two. It weeks. was that week. Yeah, it was like that week yeah. or two weeks. So you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but still, you know, like uh, on a week's notice, he was in shape and everything. But you know, Connor was in shape. He came, you know, if he wasn't in shape, that's his his fault. No biggie. Anyway, yeah. so raging out. You got Edson Barbosa, not a ground guy. You know, decent ground, but not a ground guy. Michael Johnson, not a ground guy. Daryl Daryl Horcher, and I'll be honest, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's about. <laughs> I would say Rafael Dos Anjos and um, and Eddie Alvarez are are similar. You know, they they both have great ground game um, and some decent striking. I would say Eddie Alvarez might have a little bit better striking. I don't know. That's questionable because Rafael Dos Anjos like stand up like his Muay Thai is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then you know going back any further than. Rafael Dos Anjos, like Pat Healy, Abel Trujillo, Tiago Tavares, Gleason Tiba. Like, all those, like, I saw the Gleason Tiba fight, and I actually think uh, Khabib lost that fight, but he won the decision. But if I was a judge, I would have marked him as a, a loss. Um, so what's my point? My point is, I think Eddie Alvarez is better than every single one of those guys. You yeah. know? I would, I would I say... I think that he probably, you know how the UFC, like, they'll build you up for a little while, and then if they're not making the marks that they want off of you, right? They, it, you know, it's, they're, they have the monopoly pretty much, and they are almost like the mafia in the sense that they use you until they, until they can't anymore, you know, and then they, yeah. they don't care what happens to you, so. I think they're building up people like this uh, Justin Gates G kid, yeah. you know, yeah. and, which to me, it's like he, he's one of those that came in with some hype and like every time I see him fight I'm like who trains this guy like somebody let him get in the octagon like how did he get this far I well, mean of course it's simple for me to say that yeah, yeah. you know he is a, an elite fighter right yeah but I mean like if you read about him you know like the, when you read about his fighting style you know, it literally says he is known for his aggressive fighting style and ability to take damage. But that's never what you want. <laughs> the worst. The worst you never compliment want to hear that. ever. Yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that His has ability the of, like, to take damage. Yeah. Yo, they got aggressive some Aggressive fighting style. Up. Yeah. And, <clears throat> I mean, it, at this point, like, aren't all fighting styles aggressive yeah you know, it's I, like I know, it's right. not even a compliment it's more like a it's like whoever wrote that is dissing him and i feel <laughs> like maybe it was his manager right no but uh no I, I just think that eddie man he still had he still had uh good fights ahead of him in the ufc i thought yeah i mean absolutely. eddie alvarez versus this justin gates kid would have been no didn't they great. fight they did fight did they fight yeah, Eddie Alvarez and him fought. Eddie Alvarez oh. knocked him out. He was like his first knockout. That's right. That was that was um, oh. Gaethje's first loss. I want to say. How soon I forget. Yeah, that was yeah. also like a crazy, he, epic he battle. He beat him or something, right? Yeah, Did he, he need him. Uh, 
I think so. It I was it was all about that. It was like a it was crazy. Yeah. What weight class? And then he lost that? after that he lost to Poirier. Yeah. Right. I think he got knocked out as well, right? I think so. Let me see. Yep. That. Then he came back against James Vick. Um, but yeah, man, I've heard, I'd like to go back and watch that again. I was probably drunk and just didn't remember it. Yeah. Right? Which is the way of many a fight. Yeah. That's to speak true. on that, I've actually been trying to watch these fights sober. Yeah. Lately, just so that I can talk soberly about them when we do our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did we get off on that tangent? Okay, where oh, should we go next? Because it was Eddie Alvarez, and then so just to clear up with with Eddie Alvarez, right? We were talking about how why did Eddie Alvarez leave? He had so many more fights. Well, yeah. in an in an interview, he said that one of the reasons was he goes UFC did everything they could to keep me, but one FC and and. I was there's some other um, conversations about it that one FC might have given him a really good retirement package, like he's gonna probably retire through one FC. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, the the thing that Eddie said was, he goes, "I've won a title in almost every major, um, you know, major. Uh, dang, what I can't think of the not organization. Yeah, organization. There you go. Sheesh." I'm a well-spoken man. So he had a, uh, he'd won in every major organization, and 1FC would be another major organization if he could make a title run. And he's like, I would be making history. What other fighter has been able to win, you know, a belt and be a champion in, you know, Bellator, even just Bellator and uh, UFC? UFC. Who, who else has done that? Yeah. Nobody. Justin Gaethje came into the octagon undefeated and a champion in uh, it might have been one FC I'm not sure where he he came from uh let me see if it shows it over here no they, they his fight record you know starts in the UFC if you go to their website but point being he's like if he wins a title at that it, you would have to be in the game for 20 years to try to even accomplish that yeah like it's literally a piece of history that may never be you know duplicated and for that i'm like yeah that makes sense and that seems like the kind of guy he is you know it's like because at the same time you're like why wouldn't you stay here well he's already won the belt and he's already fought some of the you know biggest names i I think there are still great fights left for him in in the ufc and i wouldn't mind him staying but at the same time I, i hear what he's talking about yeah, and I mean, I think you're right in the sense that, like, I would love to see him fight to be, you know? Yeah. That, I, I, think I think that, that would... yeah, so if you look at his resume, I think, um, if uh, Khabib's resume, the only people that, like, kind of compare to Eddie Alvarez's skill set as far as matchups would be uh, Rafael Dos Anjos. Um, yeah. And that's it. And Eddie beat him. So. That that makes me sad for his departure. I would like to have seen the possibility of him rising through the ranks, and I think he could have. I think he could have rose through the ranks. I think he could have gotten. Although you know McGregor's gone, you know I mean McGregor might fight one more fight like Nate Diaz, and that's about it. And I don't think I, think I, I doubt that'll ever happen. But I think you're right. He's going to focus on his 
whiskey now. Focus He's probably going to promote. Yeah. You know, I saw him, uh, he went to some uh, Irish female boxers yeah. match. Yeah. And I guess she's got like two belts now. I don't know if you saw that footage, but mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, like as much shit as he talks, I mean, that's part of his personality when he's about to fight. And I, I just think that like when I saw this footage of him, like he was humbled, like to be in, in this girl's presence. Like he was like telling her, he was like putting his hands together, like in a prayer motion. He's like, he's like, you know, thank you so much for allowing me to, be sit here. ringside and, and watch you, you know, and yeah. he's like, anything that you need, anything that you need, like, it's, it's, uh, it's good to see a fellow, you know, country, countryman, I don't think he said that, she was a female, he might have said that, country but woman. like, he probably said uh, that, country That's woman, kind, kind of fellow countryman, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be technically incorrect, but, I mean, In this day and age, you know, sheesh. yeah, who knows, well, here That's in America, another, America, that's a different America. podcast, though. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, America, we've gotten fucking loopy loop, but yeah. um, well, good for him. No, but I mean, he he <laughs> he seemed sincerely humble and like you know he seemed sincere when he told her if she needed anything that yeah. he had her back, you know. So. But uh, enough with me being on Connor's nuts. Yeah. How cares? about this Vulcan versus Anthony Smith fight that's coming up on the twenty seventh? I care very little about it, and I'm going to go with Vulcan. Man, I think people are no, no. I think it's going to be Anthony a great Smith, fight. Uh, the only reason I'm, I'm 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 saying Anthony Smith loses, and um, and then I'll I'll say this: I don't really care. But if Anthony Smith wins, <laughs> I, I don't see Anthony Smith going anywhere. I just looked at his record, and I'm not impressed. Yeah. So you know, what I mean, like um, he lost to Tiago Santos. Yeah. All right. Um, and that's, that's not true. That's but not saying, oh, you know, you know, Tiago Santos is a scary dude. You know what I mean? That's not. Um, and then he loses to. Uh, let's see. He beats Hector Lombard, Andrew Sanchez, Elvis. Uh, he loses to Caesar Ferreira. He lose. Uh, he loses to Antonio Neto, Roger Gracie. You know, like, I'm not saying, oh, you know, I'm not trying to, sh-. you know, he could very well, but he's thir- 30 and 13, tons of experience, yeah. but 13 losses doesn't impress me. Um, yeah, and his, his last two wins, I think, were over, like, guys that were, like, they're done, like, their career was done five years ago. Yeah. Right, and so who, let's let's clarify that. It was, oh, yeah, Shogun? Yeah. And Rashad Evans, that's like nothing. Be, I'm not, he's I'm, always going to be dangerous. But. Yeah, Shogun's always dangerous, but I mean, that's because he's fucking Shogun. Like, I mean, yeah. it's crazy. He's not really that old, though. It's crazy. Shogun, no. you think he's like 48. <laughs> Why is yeah. that? Like, really, do you, <laughs> don't don't look it up. If you already know, that's fine. But if you don't know, don't look it up. How old do you think he is? I don't know. I would say 35. God, you're right. He's 36. Okay. I would have think thought he was like, ah, he's like, what is he, 40, 41? <laughs> he's he's yeah. really, he's just been in wars, but, man. He just seems well, like he's been around a long time. A long time. Like I, like my mom always used to say, my mom Brazilian men are beautiful until they're about, until they hit 30. 
and then they all start looking like Ferengi from Star Trek. Your mother sure. used to say that? <laughs> no, I completely made that up. Oh, and you should have stuck to that. My mother. No, I, sh- I should have heard. She knew a we lot of Brazilian we, we that could We could have spun that off as a, like, you know, and yeah. now it's time for what shit Nate's mom used to say. Yeah. No, but uh, that so, would have been awesome if she had said that. Uh, what about Jason, uh, Johnson versus Lobov? Um... I think Johnson. Now, I think that's one of the ones that I don't care about. I'm just like, yeah. I really don't care, but, but I think Johnson wins. I think he's a, a um, better striker. Yeah, and let's see. I like Michael Johnson's potential, or at least I did like two years ago. Yeah. And Artem Lobov, like, I don't give a shit about that guy. Like, no. I don't see any potential of him ever being champ. You know, I don't see... <clears throat> Like the heart, or you know, the the it factor in him at all. So anything, but and I think Michael Johnson's window closed. You know, yeah. How was Michael Johnson? I watched that be like the fight of the year, right? Yeah. Dang it, man! I thought I turned that off. Um. Well, on to the next. Ed, but what? Ed Herman's fighting though. Ed Herman. Just in case you. No. Yeah. Uh, that's so that. messed up. I hope Ed Herman never hears this, but I don't care about Ed Herman <laughs> or his career. Yeah. No, I couldn't care. I look. If we want to just go, uh, let's announce the next events and the ones that I'm um, really piquing my interest. So we got this one coming up, which is um, what are these guys' name? Vulcan and Smith, and then Smith, of course yeah. UFC 230, the oh, Black yeah. Beast. Versus man, DC. He's so, he's so funny, man. Like, he was talking to, like, uh, he was talking to the media, and they were talking to him about Trump, and he's like, yeah, he's like, he called me up, you know, and we, we were chatting, he's like, we're old friends, like, he, he calls me every once in a while, and, like, the media guy was like, wait, are you, are you serious? And he was like, no, man. You know, like, <laughs> You're so stupid. Like, <laughs> like, I couldn't even believe that the media dude, like, asked him, like, are you serious? Like, it, you know, it's like he said it in a tone that he was playing, you know? Yeah. But, um, no, he, I mean, talk about soundbite of the year, you know, my balls was hot. Oh, man. Like, I mean, yeah. he said he just kind of made that up on the spot. He said he gets tired of answering the same way and yeah. all the same damn questions all the time, you know? Well, after that, um, there's also a couple of fights on that card. You know, they they had the um, the undercard, which was going to be. I mean, Nick Diaz, that? right? And Poirier. Oh well, yeah, I guess or they Nate, got Nate they, Diaz. Yeah, Nate. they got uh, you know, just scrapped, and then it was Weidman versus um, Luke Rockholt, and Luke Rockholt's out, so now it's a. Versus uh, Sousa, Jacare. And then it was David Branch versus Jacare. But now he's out. So they got Cannoneer. However you want to say his name. Um, the other one that I'm interested in this one is the very first fight of the card, which is Derek Brunson. Is that his name? Yeah, Derek Brunson versus oh, yeah, Brunson. Israel Adasenya. The style, oh, the wait, last that- style bender. That guy, yeah, 
He's a, I like that kid. Yeah, he's an up. He's fourteen and zero. He's an up and comer, and I think this is going to be a great fight to watch him in because Derek Brunson is going to come, you know, after him, you know, take him down to the ground and make it a, a fucking problem. You know what I mean? So I think that's yes. going to be a cool. That card's great. Even with all of the fallouts, I'm still very interested in that card. But on to the next one. Honestly, you know, we could talk a little bit more about DC and that. I feel bad for uh, Derek Lewis. I think, you know. <laughs> he's out of his element. He, I mean, he said it himself. He said he's not, he's not ready for it. You know, he's just, he's not ready for. Um, well, he said he hadn't been on. training. He, Sorry, go ahead. He said he hadn't really been training for his other fights. And he said now he's got, got some money in his pocket take this one seriously but yeah um which kind of blows your mind you know that he's gotten this far especially in that last fight against the the russian that was what he, he came over from bellator and was a former champ wasn't he um volkov which one are you talking about oh no yeah, the yeah. other guy yeah yeah i forget exactly where he came from though it wasn't bellator i have no idea i couldn't tell you i could look it up but I don't want to. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. We all. Well, let's see. What's his name? What was the guy's name again? Uh, that was what I was asking. I don't know. His name was Eric Lewis. Um. Yeah, Volkov. Alexander Volkov. Okay. So Russia has like three names, and that's it. Yeah, Volkov is like Smith. But yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad. I mean, I think Cormier, I mean, we could be upset. Who knows? That would be oh, awesome. no. I, I, you know, it would be probably one of the greatest upsets in UFC history. I don't know what else, because I feel like I said that recently about a whole other fight, and I'm turning into that guy who's like, it's like yeah. the greatest upset in you. But this would be, <laughs> this would be one of the greatest it upsets. It would be the greatest upset of that card of that card no i mean think about it what what else would be as like what i mean if uh, if raging al would have won that would have been a crazy upset but not the greatest this would be just because it's like look he looked he looked horrible against alexander volkov and then he won yeah he was in bellator i don't know when they're fighting but i think i read that max holloway is fighting Brian Ortega soon. Yes, no, that's what I was getting to. So, you know, of yeah. course we got DC. Well, maybe we'll do another breakdown of that fight as it comes around. Um, but on the rest of the schedule for the rest of the year, we have um, so uh, UFC 230, November 23rd, DC and Derek Lewis. November 10th, um, UFC Fight Night, Edgar versus the Korean Zombie. What? Yeah. I'm a That's fan crazy. of the Korean zombie. He's been gone a long time. Yeah, and Frankie Edgar. I love them. That's um, kind of a dream fight. This is a crazy fight. Um, and then the co-main event is Donald Cerrone versus uh, Mike Perry. So that's going to be interesting. And then some other people. What happened, whatever happened to uh, the third Franco brother? What's his name? Miles Miles Jury. Oh yeah. Remember that kid? Like I haven't seen him in a while. No, didn't he lose a recent fight against uh 
Yeah, he was he like on an undercard or? I, I don't know. Then they have three more events that you know are like okay. I did. Uh, the the next one is um, uh, Neil Magny versus Ponz Ponzinibbio. <laughs> I'm destroying his name. His uh-huh. name is Santiago Pons Ponzinibbio. And if he fights as hard as his last name is to be pronounced, he will be a winner. I don't know. Neil Magny's a badass. I was just thinking about where the, you know, where's Chad Mendez been too, but, and then Miles Jury, but they last fought each other in July, so not too long ago. Oh, they fought each other? Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. uh, Miles Jury lost. I guess they fought each other out in the parking lot or something. I don't know. Miles Jury lost. And, uh, because that's what I was going to say when we were talking about Khabib. Is that Chad Mendez? I thought would have been Chad Mendez would be a cool. Yeah, Chad Mendez would be a good dude. I'll, wait, but Chad Mendez isn't big enough, man. No, nah, he's right, not. I mean, he's big enough. There's he's no got way. Fast hands. Yeah. I mean, he, I think his hands are fast enough to put him on Khabib, probably more so than Connor did, and he has the wrestling chops to defend a lot of what Khabib would throw at him. Yeah, I just I, think, I think he'll be outsized because you got to think of the weight, right? Khabib's fighting at one seventy. Wait, sorry, one fifty five, oh, but he's probably yeah. what a uh, hundred and eighty five pounder. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. One eighty. Ch- yeah, Chad yeah. Mendez. I I I think it sounds you know it sounds right, but if you saw them next to each other, I I I think Khabib would look a lot bigger than we we think. Yeah, because you know I, mean? I mean Chad is what like. He fights at 145, right? But I mean, yeah, yeah. Somebody of Chad's caliber, I'd love to see. No, no, I, I, I mean, screw it. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, Chad did well you against. And I are somewhat martial art purists, and I like to think that you know, technique over what about size? Frankie yeah. Edgar. Yeah, I fucking love that. Man. I think that would be a great fight. I think Frankie he's got Edgar the wrestling chops as well. The boxing, I think he would outstrike him and stuff takedowns. Yeah. Like I think I could totally see I could totally see it. I could totally see I could see Frankie Edgar beating Derek Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Frankie Edgar. Yeah. I think Frankie Edgar yeah. could beat I think Frankie Edgar like has the potential to beat just about everybody. He loses to size. That's it. Like yeah, yeah. Brian Ortega is a huge dude. It's a big dude um, going yeah. against him. All right. So we went from uh, November 10th with uh, Frankie Edgar and Korean Zombie to uh, Magni and Pons Zanibio or whatever. And then we got on November 24th, um, we have Blades versus Engano 2. So they fought before. Okay. So this is the rematch. I'm assuming Engano beat him. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's his name? Blades has been... He beat him a long time ago and just was on a tear. Lost to Miocic and uh, Derek Lewis. Um, But I I really think, like, you know, if you look at those two losses for um, Engano, 
let's see, Blades lost to Engano, then he won. Then he, there was a no contest against Adam Milset. He hasn't lost since Engano. And he's beating people like no one and somebody's. Yeah. <laughs> like he's winning against all these great people I've never heard of and Mark Hunt and Alistair Overeem, who are both, you know, <laughs> not. I'm not going to talk shit about Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt's a badass and you can never count him out of a fight. But, you know, he's, he's yeah. had a long career. Alistair Overeem's been knocked out as you know i mean seriously like they need he's 43 and 17 which he's probably been knocked out all 17 times all his losses yeah ko ko three ko's let's see his last loss ko holy crap well you know you know that uh hunt beat Derek lewis and oh yeah he did yo place. dude it is crazy. If you look at Overeem's record, it is frightening how many times this dude's been knocked out. And it's probably also yeah, frightening how many knockouts he's gotten. Yeah. Oh, jeez, that guy. His nickname well, I mean, should be KO. When you're that big, I mean, you're either, most Knock- of the time, yeah. when you lose, you're going to lose by KO. Yeah. So there's that uh, fight. Who's on the card there? A quick rundown. Don't care, nobody. Hmm, don't care. Okay. <laughs> Come here to the Sucker Punch Podcast where you get premium fight breakdowns. <laughs> hey, I'm going to talk about what about I want to talk about. If you want us to talk about something that uh, something else, go ahead and chime in. Leave us a message. Otherwise, I'm just going to talk about what I want to talk about, which brings us to the next one. This one's going to be good. Chicken and dumplings. Yeah, Rafael Dos Anjos versus... Uh, Karamu Osman. That one's because Osman's on his way up in this. This is yeah. Rafael's like way to redeem, and this is Usman's way to come up. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is his chance yeah. to solidify his rise. Hey, Gilbert Melendez is on that card. Good for him. I haven't seen him in a while. For real. When was his last fight? His last loss. He had four losses in a row. Holy smokes! Did uh, Pettis's brother win the other night? No, man. He lost a whack decision. I don't know. You know, that's one fight we didn't talk about, and we could go back on it, and I'd have to look up the the card and find out who rode his back like a freaking human backpack. I just think they should break those fights up. But listen, after that fight. They're rounding off the year great. After that fight is um, Dos Anjos or Dos Santos versus uh, Tuavasa. That should be Tuavasa is one of those dudes that looks like he um, doesn't fight. He doesn't look like he's in great shape, but he's knocking people out. He's ten and zero. He's ten zero. They call him Bam Bam. And uh, I don't know if I've seen him fight. Uh, you might have. He fought Andre Olaski and won a decision. Um, some other people, you know, he's only, this is his fourth fight. And I feel like this is Dos Anjos' uh, you know, comeback fight. Because wh- when was the last time he fought? He was on suspension, right? Yeah. No, he fought um, in 2018, lost to Miocic in 2017. So he's back. Um, and he's looking for a win there. 
Um, who's on that card? Oh, Mark Hunt's on that card. Shogun Who is on that card? Um, and some. I'll some, always watch Mark Hunt. Yeah, I love his walk away now. Yeah, I, I was talking about that with somebody else. I go, I, there's nothing more. I don't love anything more in M- MMA than a walk off, or in combat sports than a walk off knockout. I, I think there's two reasons. It's like when a, a, you know, like in baseball, when they hit that ball and they just drop the bat and walk because they already know that thing is gone. You know what yeah. I mean? There's not, that thing is gone. So when you do that in knockout, you already, you could feel it. It resonates through your bones, through your hands, through your forearm, everything. You're like, oh, that guy's, he's probably dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just know yeah. that was the finisher. But the thing I like about it most of all is you see these guys hit someone and then they go and they hit them over and over and over. And it's yeah. like like that that Dan – I've always been a Dan Henderson fan, but I lost a little respect for him when he fought um, Bisbing. And people are like, yeah, but Bisbing's such a lot. It's like, so you knocked him out. I don't want to you know, cause irreparable dan- damage to somebody. And I don't need to – you know what I'm saying? Like – it's different yeah. if you, we were in the street. It's actually different. You know, you're, this is more dangerous. You're in an arena with a bunch of people and there's doctors and everything. You, when the knockout comes, like when um, Anderson hit Bisbing and walked off, that fight, in my opinion, should have been over. Bisbing yeah. was saved by the bell. If Anderson would have just sat there and mashed on him, it would have been a guaranteed win. And what you're doing is encouraging fighters to just mash on wounded and injured or not even, you know, concussed opponents. Let's put that way. You know, did Bisbing fight with a concussion? Probably. You know? Uh, yeah. But, you know, I love when they hit him and just walk away from that, man. Yeah. I think that's a... Uh, I I think it's a really uh, a sign of respect on both parts. Like he, you know, he he. Uh, I find it respectful, but like I, I think they're showing a main amazing respect to their opponent. Um, with that said, the next fight after that is going to be Holloway and Ortega in two thirty one on December eighth. The next one is Ally Aquinta versus uh, Motown. Uh, is it Jason Lee? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee. Kevin yeah, Lee. Kevin Lee. That's going to be interesting, Kevin man. Kevin Lee is an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin and then. Lee. Yeah, that, that'll be a good fight, man. And I'm then the year forward. is wrapped up with, on December 29th, with Gustafson and Jones, too. That's going to be phenomenal, man. Yes. Oh, and yeah. Cyborg and Nunez is on that fight. I love, I mean, I don't know what happened to the Gustus, Gustafson, I can't say his name, Gustafson, that used to dance around, though. I mean, move laterally, and, I mean, he he's a light heavyweight, but he fought like, you know, he was a 170 or 155-pounder. You know? Yeah, like a middleweight. I don't, yeah. I don't know if, like, did Jones ruin him or what happened, but I hope that he... I hope he brings that smooth style back. Or maybe it's just that, you know, it's like you never know until you're in there with somebody. Yeah. You know, that they just do something little that you can't figure out that nullifies, yeah. you know, your technique. You know? What's crazy is, so they fought in 2013, 
And that's crazy. They fought in 2013. And... Since then, he's only fought one, two, three, four, five times. Gustafson. He fought yeah. Jimmy Minowa and won. He lost to Anthony Johnson by KO. He lost to DC by split decision. He lost to... Oh, no. Then he won against Jan uh, Blachowski or Blachowitz. Sorry, Jan. Uh, Jan and... He KO'd Glover to Shara. Yeah. So five fights since then, right? Yeah, that was what last year, right? And then almost two years ago. Yeah, and then uh, John Jones, man, he he sure did defend his title so many times. It's crazy. Then John Jones beats Alexander Gusterson in 2013, and since then he's had one, two, three. Four fights. Gustafson's only had one more fight than him. And John Jones has been suspended twice since then. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Um, I don't know. You know, there was a conversation about it. It's like, is John Jones, when he comes back, is it about money or is it about his legacy? What is he yeah. coming back for? And, uh. I think if John Jones comes back for legacy, he beats Alexander. Yeah. I could still see Alexander beating him. I think Alexander won the first one. I think it was I, I think it was getting close, but I think he ultimately won that fight. I think so. I mean, yeah. you know, he lost and the I decision, mean, but here's the thing, right? And we we have both talked about this in the past, is that it's really cool that you're the champ. It's great. But can we still say that John Jones, let's say he never got suspended, is the greatest of all time with like five or six decision wins on his, you know, as the yeah. champion. So he, he became, and I think that's what I really hate about Jackson Weekle John's camp, is they get really good at winning. And just, it's not even surviving because they are outclassing you. You know what I mean? But they just find a, a formula and they stick with it. And it's not necessarily that exciting for the fan. Well, but, I, just, to, just for accuracy, right? Mm -hmm. Since he came into the UFC in 2008, he's had one, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, uh, seven decisions out of twenty-three wins. And um, he's, huh? wait, he's fought twenty-three times in the UFC. Well, twenty-four. So that one loss was a right. It was the the disqualification. Matt yeah, Matt Hamill. So he won that. That was a, yeah. a first-round DQ. So I, I already forgot the number I just said. What was it, eight? Eight of 23 is pretty good. I mean, he's... And those were all... You said those were all finishes? No, those were all decisions. So everything else was like oh, okay. submission, 
um, the Matt Hamill DQ, which was a knockout. It was, you know, what I mean, he finished him. He was, he was. Yeah. That that round, I would be surprised if he Matt Hamill survived he that. Mounted him right. Yeah, and he was dropping elbows. Right. He, it was really bad. Yeah. So he has a submission, a knockout, or a DQ. Then it's knockout, knockout, submission, knockout, submission, 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 knockout, and then the DC knockout. So he's actually pretty, you know, I don't know. He's, he's No, you're right. No, I, but I, I mean, my point was that I think that once he became champion, they were just like, let's do what we can to yeah. hold on to the belt. And I mean, that's no, not to I say that he wasn't entertaining to watch. Hey, look, I'm not, you're right. I'm not a, um, a big fan of his. But let's yeah. see. He gets the belt. So he wins the belt from Shogun. Submits Jones, I'm sorry, submits Rampage and Leota. Decision on Rashad. uh, Submission on Vitor. KO on Chael. Decision, 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 decision. I don't know, it's pretty even. Anyway, let's let's just end this segment with, I don't like him. (laughs) Nah, he's... uh, I'd much, I'd much rather see Gustafson fight DC and win. I mean, I love DC. Yeah. But, you know, I'd I'd love to see Gus Gus as the champ. Yeah. I mean, I think he's carries himself well. He's a great fighter. He's somebody that you can point to and you know tell people like, look, this is how you do it. You know. Yeah. Not saying that DC's not. But he is a bit. I think DC is awkward looking when he fights, but effective. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I always say he looks like a yeah. big baby. He looks like a. Yeah. He looks like a toddler, you know, yeah. like a strong toddler. But yeah. um, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this one up, Nate. Let's do it. I'm excited for, I mean, we're going to come back to some of these fights and, um, you know, break some of them down. The next one, like I said, I, I went and I called, uh, I'm going to just call Volcom to win. I just have a feeling. Um, I'm going to say Smith. I like, I like him. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy, like, he easily could do it. Um, Anthony Johnson, I think, wins. We got... Patrick Cummings and Misha uh, Kirkunov. Patrick Cummings is ten and four, um, and Misha is thirteen and four. I just feel like I don't know. I'm probably a good fighter if I grew up named Misha. Uh, Andre versus Jonathan Martinez. I, I really just, I, if I was being honest. I don't know the rest of the card. <laughs> like I know yeah, I uh, you got McGee and Garcia. These are these are good fights to watch and kind of see who yeah. these guys are, but I feel like they're just this is a card that is just kind of filling the remainder yeah. of the year. They're they're counting uh they're counting the days down until Yeah, the jo- new- Jones and and Gustafson fight. Cuz there is not one fight except for the Volcom and Anthony Smith fight. That's uh Volcom is ranked number two. Anthony Smith is ranked number 10. 
So everything else, it, they're they're not even ranked fighters. You got yeah. Patrick Cummings and Misha. That's eleven and fourteen. So you know, if I beat the number fourteen guy and I'm ranked eleven, then nothing happens. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like he shouldn't move up to number ten. Nothing happens. Yeah. So none of these fight have any real bearing on the weight divisions that they're in. Right. Um, the most interesting fight I've seen lately, switching gears a little bit, you talked about street fighting earlier. And uh, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's like an, the Antifa and there's a group out there that call themselves the, call themselves the Proud Boys. I don't, have you heard of them? Oh, no. They're kind of started, uh, I blame it on Antifa, that something stupid like this had to be uh, assembled. But it's basically the Proud Boys are all, you know, white white guys that are, you know, trying to, you know, they're basically conservatives trying to say, hey, like, you know, we're white dudes and we're getting shit on now by everybody, the media and all that stuff, right? Which, I mean, they're kind of right. But anyway, so Antifa, you see this one guy in a mask, and he throws something at one of the Proud Boys, and then you just see, like, and there's probably, like, five Antifa and, you know, maybe eight Proud Boys, but you just see the Proud Boys come over there and just maul them all. And then yeah. they just kind of, like, walk away. And I was like, that's, that's, it was entertaining, but it was sad. It's like, if you're going to, if you're going to play around and you're going to throw something at some douchebags that call themselves the Proud Boys, you might want to take some martial art lessons or something, you know? Yeah. Because they did. They just throw them around. You know, it wasn't like monkey stomping like I've seen gang members do. Yeah. But it was like, hey, this is who we are, and if you fuck with us, it's not very hard for us to freaking throw you around, you know? Yeah. Anyways, look it up. It's entertaining. I'll check and it I'm out. Not, I'm not saying, like, <laughs> you know, I condone either because I made fun of both of them. Like, the person that posted it is a friend of mine. He's a conservative. And I said, they all look like a bunch of uh, no-pussy-getting douchebags that all just came out of the same Comic-Con. And, of course, that, you know, hurt feelings. But they did. They all they look like fucking... You know, Whose feelings did you hurt? Comic-Con? <laughs> People that go <laughs> yeah. to Comic-Con? I was like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, nerds. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you call yourself you, the Proud Boys. Have you ever... Have you ever no, seen uh, Insult, uh, Triumph, the Insult Comedy uh, dog yeah. Um, yeah. roast the guys online at at Comic-Con? It's so freaking no. funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that dude, that that's classic, dude. You look up. I'll look that up. Yeah, look that up. It, I mean, it's so funny. It's so funny. He's, like, yeah. roasting a bunch of, like, Star Wars fans. It's, like, either Comic-Con <laughs> or Star Wars. But he is, oh, he kills it, man. Anyway, um, that's our show, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Again, if you want to, um, if you do want us to talk about anything in particular, go to um, our Facebook uh, page. It's thesuckerpunch.com or just, no, it's just the Sucker Punch Podcast on Facebook. Or just Google at StopW718. No, it's at spot w718 right the sucker punch of the week yes yes the sucker punch of the week so it's 
spot w718 and you'll find us on facebook you could also find us on instagram at the sucker punch podcast um on instagram that's it go ahead and uh, look us up uh we're on i mean if you're listening to us then i don't have to tell you where to find our podcast do i you freaking genius uh that's it man enjoy uh this weekend's fights we'll see you next time i'm out peace